0: Welcome to one more episode micro podcast digital transformation industry 4.0 and emerging technologies. I am Vijay Gunti, and I am your host today. With us today is Dirk, an OKR coach, helping organizations to implement successfully objective and key results. Dirk, welcome to our micro podcast once again. Can you please introduce yourself to our audience?
1: Yeah, thanks a lot, Vichai, for having me on your OKR podcast uh, show. Uh, my name is Dirk Schmelenkamp. I'm originally from Germany, from Munich, and I have been living here in Malaysia for the last 10 years. Um, OKRs, I came across OKRs um, around 2014, 2015, and uh, it already it always fascinated me uh, why uh, Silicon Valley companies outperform their peer groups, so I was digging a little bit uh, deeper in their performance management system, and I came across uh, OKRs, objectives and key results, and I applied um, then OKRs in my own organization. I started with uh, fitness studios, and by applying uh, OKRs, I could build up high-performing teams and enter into five different countries uh, and could establish 18 fitness clubs, it really helped me to get focused on what matters. And uh, since then, uh, since the last uh, six years, I have been helping a lot of companies around the world to implement successfully objectives and key results in their organization.
0: Fantastic, Dirk, and good to know. And welcome to our micro-podcast once again. Uh, I, I I hear from you, right? You have been doing the OKRs for the past six years, and you are helping uh, organizations and enterprises in implementing OKRs. Can you throw some light?
1: Yeah, I mean, what we are doing is um, we're helping organizations to uh, yeah to get to know the OKR framework. Um, so. By um, yeah, the OKR framework—it—it—it uh, it, it, it sounds very technically, yeah. But you have to fill it with life, yeah. And uh, every organization has a different performance culture and uh, different also performance requirements. So uh, especially if you don't have any performance culture or any performance measurement culture in your organization, it can be very overwhelming for companies to implement OKRs. Uh, so therefore, we we. Really helping to get in the OKR framework successfully in uh, companies, and also uh, we don't want that uh, we uh, we we start with too many OKRs, for example. Yeah? so it's just draining your muscle. Yeah, so you start draining your muscle, and you want to build it up over over the time. Yeah, so uh, it's the same like you're introducing uh, vegetables. Yeah, so and you want to eat more vegetables to get healthy. Um, or you can also say, okay, I want to introduce candies. Yeah, then you get very excited, and after eating so much uh, candies, uh, to, uh, to, uh, then you get tired and you uh, get frustrated over the while. So we see OKRs more like um, really getting a healthy culture, performance culture in your organization, and start slowly by implementing um, OKRs, maybe only one OKR first. And then getting better over the time.
0: Uh, very nicely articulated, Dirk. So when we discuss about the challenges, Dirk, you know, also we have to look at more uh, also the opportunities of where this OKAS can be implemented and take it taken it forward. And also tell us, right, you know, COVID has changed the entire perspective, how inter- industry sh- should look into it in the future perspective with new business models and new business norms. So can you also throw some light also at that space, how business models can be looked forward in a a post-COVID era?
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, we saw a sharp rise during uh, the COVID pandemic uh, in OKR uh, consultation, but also in software. So I have actually uh, two companies. Uh, uh, We're running a flowy team. It's an OKR KPI software and we're also doing a lot of uh, OKR consultation. And uh, what we also figured out, it's globally actually, that people and company CEOs, uh, they want to get in more uh, employee engagement. And how can you do that? Um, you want to participate your employees, your teams in coming up with their own uh, key results and objectives. Yeah? So then you get the buy-ins uh, of your teams uh, in the big picture. The big picture is the vision and mission. You want to get closer to your mission and you want to, for example, you want to create uh, amazing products. Yeah, So uh, you want to have an outcome-driven organization. Uh, usually with KPIs, for example, you measure uh, sales, you mes- measure outputs. Yeah, and Now you should focus more in this agile business world where a lot of companies now um uh, want to digitalize their processes and um yeah need to be fast and make f- smart and faster business decision in this agile business world they have to look really now what does the um, what does the uh, customer for example want so what is the outcome we want to achieve in a shorter period of time and therefore OKRs really helps you Uh, to focus on the outcome rather than on the output?
0: Yes, the outcome-based models are getting quite popular right now, Dirk. So this comes to my next question. Uh, So uh, like, you know, right? People are lo- want to look more practical perspective. Can you also throw uh, an example or a use case or a case study which you were uh, like you have been encountered or like in your journey uh, to our audience?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, we get a lot of uh, requests uh, for, for, from startup companies, yeah, so let's say uh, fintech companies. Yeah, I mean, it's a popular. Um, uh, they, 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 they are very interested in the OKR framework because usually these startup uh, companies, um, especially in the software or in the, in the tech industry, uh, they have to be agile. So they're already um, implemented, for example, Scrum or Kanban, uh, so agile methods in their organization. And uh, they have to be fast in their uh, business uh, and product um, um uh decision making yeah so uh so therefore the okr framework is very popular there and um they um especially let's say put uh, let's take uh, the fintech com- company sector uh, they uh, they need to, to uh need to very very um customer focus related yeah and uh, they um they, they see, for example, they, they take an example of where, where, where do we want to be with our product in end of Q2. Yeah? So what can we improve? What kind of processes we can improve to, uh, to, to deliver a great customer experience? Yeah? And then they work backwards. What do they need to implement? implement What kind of key results need to uh, need do they need to implement in order that they're getting closer to this objective? And what kind of task action they link to their key results? So um, uh, this sector, especially in the in the startup scene, they are looking, of course, uh, to Silicon Valley companies, and most of the Silicon Valley companies they are. Uh, using OKRs, yeah, and that's the reason why it's now spreading uh, to other industries. But also, uh, I have, we have clients in uh, in India, in Bangalore. Um, they uh, they are implementing very fast OKRs because they need to be agile in their um, decision making, and they need to really uh, be customer focused. Ah,
0: uh, very. Very true, Dirk. Uh, so this comes to my next question, Dirk. Uh, so you said that, right, OKRs are implemented by many organizations, uh, especially a few examples you shared in your use cases. So but uh, tell tell Dirk to our audience or uh, like to the listeners saying that, right. for example, what should be the approach, right? For example, in, an industry or an organization would like to implement OKRs, but they don't know where to go and how to implement that. So can you share some thoughts on that? How they should implement OKRs?
1: Yeah, I mean, it depends, uh, for example, uh, on the organization. Do they, what kind of culture, performance culture do they have? Have they already implemented, for example, KPIs or have already tried OKRs? Yeah? So this uh, would be the first question to address. And um, of course, uh, there are industries um they they um they are more established and they are what i just mentioned before they are startups they have to be very agile yeah they have to be very fast otherwise uh they are anyway in a uh, in a red ocean yeah so they they need to be uh, they need to outperform their peer group in order to also to survive yeah So what I always recommend uh, for companies, if they are not familiar with OKRs, start first with one uh, OKR on the company level. And um, first you need, of course, the buy-ins of the business owners and of the CEOs. We call them the OKR sponsors. Um, So they need to stand behind the OKR framework. And then uh, I would recommend you start with a pilot team of uh, five uh, five to ten people, usually these are HODs, a head of departments, or uh, from HR. Uh, so they are very entusi- enthusiastic about this OKR framework. Yeah. So you want to make that a success. You want to start with people who are convinced about this system. Yeah. Um, so that's I think very important when you start implementing OKRs, um, especially when you are new. And uh, you need uh, in an organization an OKR champion or an OKR practitioner. Uh, so uh, this person need to be responsible for the whole uh, process. Yeah, for example, organizing workshops. Yeah, or make sure uh, there are weekly check-ins. You're updating your OKR or OKRs. Uh, so that's something which is very essential for a successful implementation of OKRs. And um, this person, of course, they can do a lot of by uh, learning by themselves um, and uh, reading a lot. um, There are a couple of books I I strongly recommend, uh, or they hiring an OKR coach, uh, um, and this OKR coach train them to become OKR experts. Yeah, for example, we are doing that. We are training companies um, and employees to becoming OKR experts. uh, So they then. can, um, can then teach their own stuff about OKRs if anyone has a question. yeah. So they don't have to come uh, to an external or they don't have to ask anyone else. It should be then in the organization that there is someone who is a champion uh, answering uh, all the questions about OKRs. So I think um, to sum it up, you can start uh, first with one OKR, especially if you're not. Uh, familiar with OKRs, uh, uh, you, you can learn a lot by yourself. But I also uh, recommend to hiring uh, an OKR coach who teach you about the process, who make uh, the OKR framework successfully. Because uh, I see a lot uh, companies they starting with OKRs and then they uh, want to overachieve. Yeah? They implement a lot of OKRs at the beginning on all levels, company level, team level, and employee levels. And then they are overwhelmed. And then after a couple of weeks or months, they say, well, um, my employees are now very frustrated. And it leads to nothing. And I don't think this system works. So uh, please start maybe with one OKR first and see how it goes on the company level. And then you can then later on cascade that down further to your teams uh, and have also then uh, also cross-functional alignment uh, with your teams,
0: uh, excellent, Dirk, uh, for your answer. So, typically, Dirk, right, uh, like the, the implementation, what you're talking about, right, how much time it will take and implement it, at least one OKR or like many OKRs.
1: Yeah, I mean, what I mentioned before, you start uh, with one OKR first, usually, it's on the company level, yeah. So, the management comes first with uh, the first OKR. And then if everyone from the management uh, or HODs, uh, then they feel familiar uh, with the OKRs, then they can communicate their OKRs to their teams. Yeah, And then they can uh, say, OK, we want to turn one key result on a key result on the company level. We want to make one key result there as a. Um, objective uh, on, of the uh, team level yeah, of one of the departments. Yeah? So then you can link then your, uh, your teams to the uh, company OKR. Uh, or you start then uh, with your own OKRs on your team level. Uh, you can build up your own squad. So you, you, um, you take um, uh, team members from different departments and build your own teams yeah? uh, and start uh, creating your own OKRs. But I think uh, all these uh, are steps which comes, comes in later. Uh, what I said, I, I strongly recommend to practice first. Yeah, take the, the, the first OKR cycle, which is uh, three to four months. Yeah, Usually you take a quarter um, and practice uh, it with one OKR first. If you feel comfortable on your, on your on your company level, management level, then break it down further on your teams.
0: Very true, Dirk. Right, that comes to our one of our our thing also, Dirk. Right? Yeah, try, I think right would be a kind of a three months kind of a uh, piloted, like as you rightly said, right for one OKR. So I think uh, people can go into that organizations and then uh, scale it up uh, for the next yes. OKRs. Yes. fantastic so Dirk, this comes to our my last question for our micro podcast this is mainly on the career opportunities uh, through upskilling and reskilling and cross-skilling perspective Dirk. so i know OKRs uh, is object to and then it's, it's becoming quite popular as one of the mainstream for organizations and as well as to the opportunities also uh, but uh, can you also share some advices or uh, thoughts like how Freshers, professionals, and the, the student community can leverage this uh, career, uh, this OKRs as a career opportunity.
1: Yes, of course. Thanks for this question. This is a very good question, actually. See, uh, it's not only OKRs are not only limited to companies or organizations. Yeah, uh, you can also apply OKRs on a personal level. Yeah. So let's take uh, a fitness goal. Yeah. So you can start by creating your own OKR, you can say, okay, my objective is to lose uh, or to get fit. I want to get uh, fit by end of quarter three. And uh, what kind of key results do I need to link to my objective to get fit? or I want to be in the the most amazing shape in my life. So then you have to think about on your personal level what kind of um, key results you want to implement. Um, the same applies for students, yeah? let's say, I want to get uh, amazing um, results for my examination uh, 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 for the next quarter, yeah? uh, for the next semester, so what do I have to do in order to achieve that, yeah? so what kind of re- key results uh, do I need to implement in order to get uh, to, to know I get closer to my objective. Yeah? And what kind of task do I have to link to my uh, key results in order to uh, achieve uh, incredible or achieve a credible results in the next uh, student semester. Yeah? So this can be done also on a personal or on a private level. Yeah? So uh, it doesn't have to be always on a, on a, on a organ- in, in an organization. Yeah? And also I recommend, for example, for organizations, if they want to uh, break it down uh, to employees level employee levels yeah so you can ask your employees start uh, coming up with your own okr yeah also in your private life yeah so maybe you want to get just you want to get healthier yeah or you want to um be more active in uh, in, in in charity yeah so what do you have to need to what do you need to do yeah in order to achieve that uh, so I think that's uh, um, very uh, essential about OKRs. So very important that it's not only limited to companies; it also can be applied on a personal or on a on a private level. Yeah. Mm,
0: right. I uh, got you. So uh, so this comes. Uh, so when, like as you rightly said, right, OKR can be at the personal level. But is there any good start? like for example, if someone wants to get into the OKR and then try to learn OKRs, so they have to do a little bit of Are there any good available resources? Or do you, can you recommend a couple of books which they can start it out and then, then, then take the journey going forward, Doc?
1: Yes, yes, I can. Thanks for the question. There are a, a lot of good resources. Yeah. So we have one uh, good resource, which is uh, on our website is flowyteam.com. And then if you scroll on the bottom, there is a section resource hub. We have a lot of uh, manuals, templates, playbooks, uh, how to apply OKRs um, and also Excel uh, templates. um, How can I start with OKRs uh, in a very simple way? Um, We also have another, I can recommend another uh, organization which is the OKR Institute as OKRinstitute.org. Uh, where you can have a free course about foundation OKR foundations to build up your basic knowledge on OKRs. Uh, so these two sources I can strongly recommend um, to get familiar with your OKRs and um, to, uh, to, to, yeah, to get also a little bit more knowledge how the OKR framework works.
0: Uh, good to know Dirk. Uh, so what is the best way to reach out if any of our audience uh, would like to learn on the personal friend or organizations would like to reach out to you so what is the best way to reach out
1: yeah please uh, yeah please uh, email me uh, maybe i give me i give you my email it's S at floey uh, i repeat it S at floey as D I R K. S for Sweden and at uh, Flowy F L O W Y T E A M dot uh, So I'm happy to answer all the questions you have, and um, um, because my my passion are OKRs, and I have I have seen it in my own organization and with my own employees how uh, ambitious they get, yeah, and how how I can see they can then link to the company vision. So usually what happens is with KPIs, for example, if you only have KPIs, it's just something uh, employees see it like a little bit like a stick in the hand and say, okay, I have to achieve it because my boss said it. So now you want to unleash the creativity of your team and your employees. I think that's the great strength of, of, of OKRs. And if you achieve that and you can see then, you build up high-performing teams yeah, and you get the buy-ins of your teams. I think that that's the most rewarding you can see as an OKR coach, but also as a business owner, CEO or manager.
0: Fantastic day, uh, for your <laughs> advice and uh, information you shared it in our, in our platform. Uh, once again, thanks uh, for joining us and sharing uh, your valuable insights uh, to our audience and to our listeners. Uh, and uh, we, I'm very happy to talk to you and I loved our discussion.
1: Thanks a lot for having me on your podcast show. And once again, I'm happy to answer all the questions you have. And uh, yeah, I wish you all uh, a very successful OKR year 2021.
0: Yes, uh, I, 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 I'm happy. And then uh, same you, uh, Dirk, on this podcast. Thanks
1: a lot. Thanks a lot.